strength It's a sword of power Sword is power Dragon and earth Soaring through the sky Spread your wings Super Frieza developed his ultimate technique of a choppy circle that follows you around. Go left, the blade's there, and right, there's a circle behind you. Can Goku get away from a really sharp circle? Find out this week on Balling Out Super. Good job, homie. <laughs> you know, I sliced my thumb open on the jigsaw in middle school shop class, and this brought back a lot of trauma for me. It uh, looked really sharp. It did look really sharp, and I like the uh, canned uh, power tool like sample they were using for that. But yeah, it anyway. made, a really fun, made a really fun noise when it was zipping around. I enjoyed that. It felt like I was there. <laughs> Yeah, I was really immersed in it. I was right there on Planet Namek. <laughs> well, anyway, hello and welcome to another episode of Ballin' Out Super! With you. <laughs> with you as always, I'm your host, America Sweetheart, Katie Rose Leon. And with me is my faithful non-fatherly co-host, Alex Patak. I'm young, dumb, and full of blood. And noted not Jeremy, Abby Thorne. Hello, hello. It is so good to be on the pod for the first time again. (laughs) Very much in keeping with the Dragon Ball Z theme, I have undergone an external transformation and become a lot more powerful. (laughs) You're easily twice as strong as before. I am. I I I can move incredibly fast. It's wonderful. Something the listener can't appreciate is Abby uh, is drenched in colored light that she can change at will. I can, and my hair has changed color. Just an externalization. You don't see too much in the real world. We love to see it. Power (laughs) levels are real. Dragon Ball is a real, uh, it's a biographical show. I mean, my mother has called me to ask me questions about it because apparently a lot of men bring it up in therapy to her. What, me? (laughs) Dragon Ball? No, no, Dragon Ball. <laughs> oh, Dragon Ball. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I mean, I'm sorry, oh Katie's God. mom. Abby is just pissing me off this week. I <laughs> can't really get through it. <laughs> to be, I mean, like, I will tell you that since I came out on Saturday night, a lot of men have gotten in touch to tell me either that they would or would not have sex with me. And that's... I'm really, <laughs> I'm really glad that they've taken the time to email me because I was really, really concerned whether Dave underscore ass underscore 69 thinks I'm hot. And it's really good that so many of them have gotten in touch to either be like, yeah, I'd bust a nut or to be like, hey, you know what? You're really hot, but I wouldn't because I respect you. And I'm like, thanks for signing up to my Patreon to tell me that, guys. (laughs) Our relationship goes beyond that. Well, Abby, welcome (laughs) to the sisterhood. Welcome to womanhood. Yeah, it feels great. Yeah, it's Wait, like, I have oh. a very dumb thing. Uh, speaking of uh, complaining about YouTube celebrities and therapy, this is this is a wild breach. Of I do some it all kind the time. Of, 
I mean, we all do, but this is a wild breach of some kind of contract. But when I was going to therapy regularly before this uh, lockdown started, my therapist, I would like talk about my podcast and my therapist would be like, other people come in and they also complain about Jake. They don't actually know him, but they all have something to say. (laughs) Well, that's because you had that psychotherapist who like all of comedy went to and he honestly does not sound like a good therapist from everything you've ever told me about well, him. Well, he's more like a freak on a leash than a therapist <laughs> per se. Is your just therapist just Jeremy? <laughs> oh it's, it's Jeremy. You guys got me. <laughs> a lot of people have been coming up to me and telling Jake's a pain in the ass and I'm like, oh, you know. I, It sounded to me like they were all Legion of Skanks fans Ew. from third third degree, but what do I know? I'm just here to talk about my father. Again, cannot cannot stress enough how much I am not American and do not know what any of this is. <laughs> Bless your heart. <laughs> Bless you. Mommy. I know nothing of the YouTube com- of the uh, of the New York comedy scene. Thank God. Uh, yeah. Well, also you've been busy. <laughs> Yeah, I had, yeah, I had kind of a big weekend. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, listeners who uh, who who aren't familiar with me already, um, I run a YouTube channel called Philosophy Tube and have done for seven years. Uh, we are currently recording on uh, Monday night, and on Saturday night, I came out as a trans woman to my audience of uh, eight hundred and fifty thousand or so. Um, so it's been kind of a big weekend. Uh, I, <laughs> I trended on Twitter on both sides of the Atlantic and the video hit number one on YouTube trending. And now I'm in the Metro and the Independent and the Gay Times and Pink News and Extra and a bunch of international news things. And uh, as I was saying before we started the recording, the BBC have asked to do an interview, but I left them on red to come do Ballin' Out Super. <laughs> yeah, you'll love to see it. Yeah. We do appreciate you, because uh, we did plan on you coming on this week anyway, that you saved your most exciting week imaginable to come back <laughs> yeah. on Oh, yeah, 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 of course. <laughs> I just, yeah, you know, Ballin' Out Super is really going to be launched into the stratosphere of... Uh, of well, I hope so. It's provided me it's provided me with enough joy and happiness that I'm happy to give it a boost. <laughs> I would currently put us on the same level as like the LA Times maybe. Yeah, I I think we well, you know, LA's kind of devoid of culture, so yes, I would say. Yes. Oh my god, say it. <laughs> They're rich in rich in a a a police brutality low on uh <laughs> culture drag uh, them katie oh drag yeah. them they're it's too warm there <laughs> is that what it is yeah i was talking to uh jeremy the other day and i was like oh abby's like famous huh because i'm really out of touch i'm like an old lady when it comes to like youtube and stuff so i was like oh okay i think i understand like, mm. I, I couldn't believe it. Yeah, How many I mean, people if, were if talking I, about it. If I wasn't before, I, I think I sure as fuck am now. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Do you get like so. um, like a scepter? Or like, well, how does it work over there? Do they send you a sash in the mail for that sort of thing? For, for what? No. I mean, for being... not for coming out as trans. No, no. They don't, no, it's, just, it's not considered to be a position of honor in British society to be a trans woman. <laughs> oh, word? <laughs> yeah, it's sadly not. Not yet. 
No, I know. I just... I think the sash comment is just some wild anti-Anglican bigotry coming out of Katie right now. <laughs> wow, Alex. Assuming they must have a royal ceremony for this and that. No, sadly. You really throw me posh. under the bus, Alex. Sadly not. It's not okay. <clears throat> Sorry. <laughs> Myanmar is going through a coup. I, I know. You know how I found out about that? I got a Twitter notification. I hate the world we live in that my phone was like, Oh, some hot takes about dog shampoo, and also there's a coup in Myanmar, and I'm like, oh, cool. <laughs> Good to I just feel like a dog on that website. I feel like they're just like, don't you want to get really hopped up on Myanmar now? Come on. You can talk about this for a few weeks. Keep using Twitter.com. <laughs> just keep posting on Twitter.com. There's a... Just, There's a dress. Is it blue or gold? I'm just confused most of the time. I, I've never related to my grandparents more because I log on to Twitter.com and I'm like, people are saying words I understand, but in an order I don't. Mm. And uh, it takes mm. me a while. I have to like, Google stuff. I had to Google like the, the can of beans when that was a thing. And I'm oh, like, yeah. be dead. God, that seems like a thousand years ago. It was. It was wow. in it's part of our 1900. Wow. I'd, I was looking for a can opener yesterday, and my wife would not help me find it, and she said that she was sorry for being a bean dad, and I went, oh my god, bean dad. <laughs> You've heard of bean dad? Um, Get ready for bean wife. <laughs> you're just like, True life, you're just, I married a bean dad. You're just oh, like man. tweeting a thread that's like, buckle up, fuck nuggets, here's how my <laughs> wife is abusing me with food in our relationship. Here's the thing, Alex, that would really raise your profile. One out of question mark, question mark, question mark. Uh, I do need, I feel like I need an agent or some kind of like business savvy operator on my end because I'm just here doing my art and uh, I don't know what epic threads to do and so so forth. I have an alter ego named Pup Goldman, who is a very tough really? manager, and that's the email I use to register for weird sex websites, so, uh, you know, look her up, I guess. Uh, but uh, I think, yeah, you just need a hard-nosed, traditional, like, Jewish uh, manager. Just is like, Pup a Jewish name? It is in my book, baby. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was kind of like a, a joke amongst my uh drag performer friends and then she came to life doesn't it kind of sound like a like 1895 new york city name of a woman who burned to death in a factory yeah i'm okay with that okay (laughs) that's great um for the listeners it's nighttime for abby but it's very much daytime for me and alex and i'm having some real afternoon feelings right now so i'm trying to chug this coca-cola to become a human being (laughs) i'm chugging a coca-cola oh yesterday i had the coffee coca-cola that shit made me feel like i was on crack that looks disgusting it doesn't taste that bad you could just tell it's like doping it's not good for you (laughs) i feel so english because i'm sitting here with my mug of lady gray tea while the americans are just chugging cans of coke one of my What's partners like? is like a total tea weirdo, so I'm starting to understand the tea thing. So they're British, is what I mean? Yeah. They wish. Uh, <laughs> um, a little and, bit of an herb maniac. Yeah, just like a real real uh, leaf head, you know what I'm a saying? A real steep freak. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
Oh, nothing but a pot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. They're like pot. A real nailed it in the classical ash sense. Kettle th- them all. Ah, uh, that was a good one. <laughs> Mm, good joke. Good it, joke. It's the morning. It's fine. <laughs> so, Abby, tell us more about about your week. What now that you're famous? Do you, what are your plans? Uh, well, I I brought myself down to earth by going to the dentist and paying my taxes, and now I feel a lot more normal. Um, just like us. Just like us. Yeah. Oh, well, cele- yeah. celebrities, they're just like us. Yeah, I uh, I ordered a nice dress to celebrate, which is good. Oh. Um, and potentially to wear if I do this BBC interview, if it if it fits and it's nice. Um, and I'm just working on my next video, really, just trying to trying to keep on trucking. Uh, but what I was really worried about was whether Dave underscore Assman underscore sixty nine thought I was hot, and now I don't have to worry about that anymore. And that's yeah, you really know, good. you must be so relieved to find I really out am. that that uh, horny Dave is uh, all good. Mm. I I I almost thought about wearing a a, a nice dress for you to like celebrate, but uh, I'm snowed in away from my wardrobe, so instead I'm wearing oh, no. a well, I'm very no. tasteful scary movie t-shirt. <laughs> I like it. Uh, What's the t-shirt say? Oh, it's just you know. What's up? Oh yeah, okay. Yeah. It's the scream guy, but he's got his tongue out and he's a little, a little. He's a little wacky. S- slinky one. Yeah, yeah, that's right. You know. Um, I had. Abby can, Oh, I'm or sorry. maybe that you know both of you can answer this. Do you ever get a message from Big Horny Dave sixty nine that's like, uh, or or you know one of his affiliates? You know you wade through the pile and you're like, this one's a real keeper. I'm glad they messaged me. Never. No, <laughs> it's never once happened. I think Katie's no, probably a bit more experienced at this than me, but I haven't had one yet. You will. You will get a bunch. There's sometimes ones that you're like, that was nice, but. Usually when you're a, a horny Dave underscore 69 type, it's already like a parasocial infatuation. They don't actually understand anything about you as a person. So mm-hmm. even when it's sweet or well-intentioned or like genuinely nice, they don't really see you as an actual person anyway. So it's like even you you have to just kind of brush it off. Um, it's not like approaching someone on a dating website, even though there's a lot of that there too. Um, well, you know how you could get harassed on the street and then, you know, hypothetically, that's how parents met in the 70s. <laughs> I was just wondering, right. If, right. <laughs> you know, maybe I, if that happens. I mean, I've heard like, I uh, be, back in the, the 2014s or whatever, like I knew oh, that. Take me back. Like I knew a few like. <laughs> Twitter girls, like girls that weren't like comedians or anything, but they were just like Twitter people. Oh, careful with that one. That's something else. Oh, okay. Never mind that. Don't Google that. Uh, Don't Google that. Um, uh, Twitter girls, and I know like they would like sometimes like meet people off of DMs, but I just could never imagine doing that ever Ooh, uh, no, no no you'd have to just throw safety to the wind yeah you <laughs> yeah. just get rid of it you're just like i really just you know i can't <laughs> you know 
I'm really sick of uh, like autoerotic asphyxiation. Maybe I can just like try and get murdered on a weekday by a stranger. Like, well, like, because autoerotic asphyxiation isn't doing it for you. It's not enough risk. So you like yeah. you chase the raw sexual thrill of picking up Dave underscore ass underscore sixty nine in the yeah. DMs. I just <laughs> I just don't really see it working out. Uh, don't you think there would be a bit of a thrill in taking someone who exists only digitally and making them real, as if like, via summoning magic? Like in weird science? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, I mean, that's what, like, I, I no. I'm, I'm no, imagining a version because... of How I Met Your Mother, where it's just like, so how, so like the child is, so how did you meet, how did you meet dad, mom? She's like, well, like, uh, you, well, your, your father, Mr. Dave underscore Assman underscore 69 just sent me a picture of his knob <laughs> in the DMs and I was like, fuck else am I going to do? Yeah, uh, You should have seen my face when I found out his name was not Dave. <laughs> I was shocked. <laughs> well, I... back then I was simping for your mother pretty hard and uh, one thing led to the next. <laughs> I think maybe when I was younger I would have entertained the idea, but like I've just gone on so many boring dates with people who've decided I'm a different person than I am for me that I just know nothing comes out of starting off the bat like that, you know? Mm -hmm. This is why um, I have a hard and fast rule is I never date anyone who knows who I am from YouTube, ever. Yeah, too bad, um, so sad. Simp for me, my angel of music. Yeah, Simp for me. I'm not going. I'm not going there. Sorry, no. <laughs> Which does, I mean, kind of like mean that the better I do in my career, the harder it is to date anyone. <laughs> We're gonna have to like do an elaborate rom com thing with you, where we put you in a disguise and like take you out. Nice. How does like I wanted to say like how does Beyonce date, but she's like famously married. So like yeah. who's like someone who's also around that famous? I think you just and like, like what do they do? Date other famous people and like talk about your endorsements. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, like, I mean you I can do that. Yeah. <laughs> you have to go on different <laughs> YouTube channels and find like a knife guy or something. Or yeah, I mean you yeah. can you can try that like. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. We're just uh, uh, so. How was the dentist? Uh, how was that like? It was really good. I enjoyed it a lot. <laughs> Do you have good teeth? I have a. I, I, I know it's a stereotype, but uh, I have. The, I have the weak Irish teeth. They're full of holes, and they're always falling out. I mean, they've served me. <laughs> I They've served me pretty well so far. I was once thrown out of an orthodontist's office when I was younger because um, I went in to have to see if I needed braces. And he said, you're wasting my time. You don't need braces. Get out. And I was like, okay. <laughs> if you're not going to take it seriously, I don't want you in the office. <laughs> <laughs> this I is a place of dental learning. <laughs> I have uh, USA American-made terrible teeth. I have real bad teeth that I Jeez, can't... She's my cherry pie! She's full of holes and she's falling out my mouth! Pretty much, yeah. And, you know, I love to live in a country where they're like, bones in your head cost extra. I <laughs> so... thought all Americans had good teeth. I thought, that's what you always tease us about. Right. It's the yeah. diaspora. <laughs> 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 the, yeah, the great melting the pot to forge the perfect teeth. <laughs> um, no, no, uh, we have bad teeth. I think it's because we're, uh, 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 we're, what is it? We're we don't have access to dental care is the mm. issue. Mm. 
which is you know a big part of the problem. I mean, there are. I mean, my wife has immortal teeth. She just if she's too high, she just won't brush them when she goes to sleep. That's not an option for me. <laughs> I will develop a problem. They'll if start I do falling that. out like in Moon. You're just like <laughs> just pulling yeah. them out. Yeah, it's gonna be like I'm living a nightmare. Yeah. I yeah, I dream about my teeth falling out pretty much daily. Uh, mm. When I was a kid, I had two That's rows healthy. of That's teeth. Good. I had my uh, my baby teeth, and then oh. my adult teeth came in behind them instead of knocking Ooh. them out. That so shit always I, freaks me out. I had a lot of headgear for a very long time. <laughs> you were a shark boy. Oh, I was a shark boy. <laughs> Searching for your lava girl. Yeah, uh, more ways than one. Uh, Children are monsters. Yes. Literally. This is something I can say because uh, the father on her podcast is not here. <laughs> Are we pivoting to that now where we just hate, we dunk on Jeremy for, for selling out? We're just <laughs> selling out to big her. child. <laughs> <laughs> he's in the pocket of big diaper. <laughs> or big nappy as we call it here. Big Big Daddy starring Adam Sandler. He's in the pocket of Big Daddy. Um, no, I, I'm I'm jealous in a way because I know that if I had a child, I would have direction to my life. And as it is, I have to like pretend I know about Wall Street now and stuff. Oh, my God. You yeah. know, whatever we're talking about online this week, I would be like, don't short sell on Big Thursday. Or I don't know. What it, do you guys do either of you have a money brain? No, absolutely not. I don't at all, and my whole week last week was having to deal with a financial crisis for my business, and like I, I went through all stages of grief. I like went through the hero's journey. I came out the other side. It was a whole thing. I do not have a money brain at all, but I will say this: that <laughs> not to get real serious for a second but the man wants you to think you can't understand it but it's like the biggest dumbasses in the world are rich you can fucking figure it out if i mm. can figure it out i have like five learning disabilities i smoke weed every day i'm a dumb <laughs> bitch and i figured it out so any of y'all can do it it's just literally they try to make it complicated on purpose to trick you um but you can figure it out. This is inspirational. This, I this know. could be an advertisement. I was drinking dumb bitch juice every day, and I still did my taxes as a freelancer. So can you? Do you want to make big cash as a dumb slut? Come to Katie's YouTube channel. Oh, my God. I mean, <laughs> listen. My finances are in shambles, so please do not take my advice. I'm just saying that you can figure it out. <laughs> It was just surprising. Like, I was talking to uh, my brother because we were playing video games, and I found out he hasn't been able to go to work because LA's uh, a virus hell hellhole right now, and yes. people have stopped shooting. Devoid of and, culture, uh, as we so said. So he's like, he's like doubled down on moving money around and trying to like play the market. And so he's in on the GameStop thing, and he was trying to explain it to me, and I was like, oh, I forgot that we're... We have like the same blood, but we're different people because this is just washing <laughs> over me. <laughs> None of these words mean anything to me. I don't care. Let's go back to our conversation about digital trading card games <laughs> where I feel comfortable. Oh, so yeah. I guess if he explained it in terms of digital card games, you'd be all right. If he was like, so I, I have this card which represents a, a, a slice of owning GameStop 
and then I can like trade that to someone else and then buy it back from them. Maybe then. Well, people keep trying that for me, but it doesn't. Like my mind rejects it the second it figures out that it's an an allegory for money. It's just the the, the disinterest is so powerful it shuts down. You're like that guy in Guardians of the Galaxy. You just cannot do metaphor or allegory. You just no, I'm not doing it. Right, I'm David Batista. Is that the one? I haven't uh, seen the movie in a while. Yeah, it's just like for me, I have a similar thing where, except. <laughs> I'm so annoying that it, my brain loses interest and in I just start doing that stoner logic where I'm like, well, what is money anyway? It's just a fucking concept, bro. Like, mm. what? what is anything? And they're like, all right, well, enjoy your poverty. And I'm like, I do sometimes. I love it. <laughs> I love it's it here. Great. I love that I can't go see a doctor for my bone head, <laughs> my bone teeth. <laughs> We're a country of hustlers, and uh, if you really have hustle, you will fix your own bone teeth. Can't say I haven't <laughs> thought about it. Uh... Okay. With a, with a door and some string. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What's the most serious surgery you would do on yourself? Um, <laughs> I've, like, sewn some cuts up on other people. I could see myself doing that on myself. But that was, like, when I was real, like, punk as fuck, like, Jeremy Catnip hours, you know? So I don't know right. if I would have the uh, vermicitude to do that again. I'm referring to the fam- time Jeremy famously was smoking catnip mm. because it felt like weed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just in case anybody missed that. Um, I've taken stitches out of myself before, I guess. Yeah. It's kind of satisfying because you just pull it out. Blah, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that can't... I don't know. That one weirds me out. I feel like I could do the... Uh, I could like chop an arm off. What? <laughs> I want to start big. I don't want to like, do the little ones. I just want to do the big ones. You're like, I can't take stitches off, but I can mutilate. I just want to chop person. whole limbs. Just uh, one go. On or off? Just 127 you know, hours. This feels like the conversation where you were talking about how to fight a wolf. <laughs> like, yes. Or- yes, it does. <laughs> I mean, at least with the wolf thing, there's more of a concrete plan there. <laughs> my, my plan for chopping a limb off is like, just do it, pussy. <laughs> what? It's gotta go. Fucking just, go, just do it, bro. You're, you're trapped under rocks, dude. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> it's a big ravine, dog. <laughs> we're just gonna chop it off, and then we're gonna go to McKeggy's for shots. Like, let's go. <laughs> what are the other occasions you'd have to amputate something? I feel like people assume it's a crushing injury or some kind of disaster, but most of the time it's like, ah, uh, you have a skin fungus that's yeah. gonna get I know, wacky. Uh, the tampon disease can lead to to getting stuff amputated. What's that you called? You have to chop your pussy Toxic? off. No, toxic. Chop it off. (laughs) Get it out of there. You know what? I would love (laughs) Uh, toxic shock syndrome, which is on the box of every tampons. I heard that if you do actually get it, that sometimes it can lead to amputation. Losing a leg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. I can think of at least one other case in which somebody might have part of their body amputated. Mm. Oh, yes, that's true. And, and, it, and it metaphorically feels like you're stuck at the bottom of a ravine, maybe. Yeah, yeah, That's... I guess, maybe. <laughs> kind of. Not really, I mean... but uh, yeah, whatever. This is a fun episode, because I'm going to joke yes around and. about this, and I have I have no idea where the line is. Don't and worry, it's I'm, I'm not going to be offended. <laughs> I know it's you, Alex. Uh, okay, great. <laughs> I Yeah, I, you know, okay. 
As as the usual buffer for Alex's questionable jokes, I'm just gonna put this out here right now. Alex is a very good boy. Oh, I know. Is uh, no, uh, this isn't for you. This is for the listeners that roll into my DMs and being like, Katie, are you being bullied? I'm like, that is my friend, and I love oh. him. No, I am not being bullied. You have to stop him. <laughs> He's riffing like never before. Just don't oh. Google T-Girls, Alice. <laughs> Alice. <laughs> I was just going to say that with the T-Girl statement, my favorite thing is when people accidentally stumble into uh, queer or pornography slang and don't know what they're talking about. Uh, there was a wrestling group going by PMP for a while. I'm like, no one talked about that. There's the UTI <laughs> uh, car. It's a school that teaches you how to work on car engines called UTI in the United oh, States. Oh, come on. You gotta, you, UTI is like, oh, come on. You've got to know that. Yeah, and then there's the famous Kai Kai uh, incident yeah, of Dragon Ball yeah. Super, of which Dragon I Ball love. Super, yeah. Well, you you like to think that the UTI people have just like never had that problem. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> They're just running smooth, <laughs> start to finish, no room to improve. Yeah, just just <laughs> giant glasses of gram- cranberry juice and and eight gallons of water a day, and they're just good to go. I keep my organs running like they're a Dodge Charger from 1998. Every time, <laughs> just you just slashed like a powerful horse. <laughs> Listen to that baby purr. Oh, God. <laughs> I, I do feel wacky. As, is this just is that it's the morning? I think it's the it's earliest the, I've I ever recorded. It, I think it's that it's the morning and that you and I are literally trapped in our homes. Whether we like we were, <laughs> I'm we're going like, insane. We're double trapped because it's like we were already pandemic trapped and now there's like three feet of snow. You're not here, but Bill de Blasio sent out this fucking alert this morning. Is like, I have shut down the trains. Please don't ride the trains. And I'm like, why are you? Bill! It's like he's just trying to You're get... You're too tall, Bill! He's trying to get in, like, four years of work in, like, two weeks. He's like, I'm building bike lanes, and also the trains are shut down because of the snow. I'm a hero. I'm like, Well, right. maybe they now that the trains are shut down, they can finally improve them, because don't you have real problems with the subway because it hasn't been upgraded in 100 years? Oh. Um, yes. Yes. <laughs> My favorite is when uh, the hurricane fucked up the tunnel so bad that there's a possibility it will collapse and because some rich people were upset the L train wouldn't be running they're like no it's fine that was so funny there was a like two year build up where they're like just so everybody knows we have to shut this down or it will fall on a train and like there are all these signs and then as it got closer they were like yeah we're not doing that there's too many real estate developers over here it's just gonna fall on one of you I'm sorry yeah just roll the dice every time we take the L train yeah. Well, I will remember forget. that next time I'm in New York. Yeah, just try not to do it. I just remember this like NYU girl crying, being like, "How are we supposed to get anywhere if there's no L train?" And I'm just I like, "I have to walk from First Ave to Third Ave to Union Square to Sixth Ave to Eighth Ave, then back." <laughs> I'm just like, you're just gonna have to ride the M with the rest of us peasants. <laughs> well, this has been. Great. I think we've we've checked we're off really, our obligatory really, New York moment. The New York segment, yeah. Uh, we've discussed the goings on of the Big Apple, and uh, now it is time to discuss the goings on of a smaller apple, Planet Namek. It's called Planet Namek. That's right. <laughs> Before Katie, we do ready? that, should we do an advertisement? That's right. Um, 
I feel like I've done the last few. I think it's your turn. I always, do, I do it every week now. What time is it? Okay, all right, I'm going to do it. I'm going <laughs> to do it. That's my motivation here. Just make sure to mention that we're starting a new thing this week because that will oh, be right. okay. you know, the selling point. Okay, I got I got one. Catch the football. Nice high school catch. Oh, didn't see you there. It's me, Alex, from the Ballin' Out Super Podcast. Young and in high school. I'm here surrounded by my many love interests and girlfriends, and they all want me to do different things. It kind of reminds me of a show we're watching behind the paywall, Tenchi Muyo, a new and exciting show where there's a boy and girls. I haven't actually seen it yet, but I bet there's, gir- there's girls in it. I know there's girls in it. Anyway, if you want to listen to that for $5 a month, you'll get four episodes. Plus all the ones we already fucking did with all the other episodes, G Gundam and so forth. So you don't want to miss out on that. Touchdown! What happens in high school besides football? Well, that's it for me. I'll see you on the episode. Wow, Alex, what a field goal of an ad. I'm oh, wait. Uh, Patreon.com slash ball now super. Thanks. Thank you. <laughs> No, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Patreon.com slash BOS pod. Fuck! Shit! <laughs> Are you guys mad at me? <laughs> I'm so distracted because there's like a poppy seed in my microphone and I can't get it. I can't get it out. I've been using this Rite Aid. Poppy paper. seed in your microphone? Yeah, it's like, I, you know, I was eating a bagel before this. Eating a bagel in your microphone? It yeah, could happen to it. anybody. Okay, whatever. I'm just going to have to live Get with it that. later. Ugh. All right, I'm pulling it up. <laughs> I'm doing the thing. Don't laugh at me. Does anybody else have a poppy seat in their Alex microphone? Alex Petak. I have okay, dealt with checking. you being drunk on this show so many times. I I'm just producing. Saying. I'm just doing my job. I'm the just, title. Uh, some people don't want to do their job. The title of this episode <laughs> is uh, "Duel on a Vanishing Planet: The Final Showdown." Uh, Dragon Ball Z Kai. Hey, guys. Dragon Ball Z Kai. For those of you uh, who don't remember, last week, all the Namekians got wished to Earth as planet Namek explodes, and Goku decides he's just going to stick around and, 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 and see how good this fight can be, dog. Goku knows you got to hang out on the planet if you want to get booked there. <laughs> I... <gasps> <laughs> I just want to put out there that, uh, like I said, me and Alex are watching this during the day, and I forgot that watching Dragon Ball at, like, 11 in the morning hits different. It feels very, like, Saturday morning cartoons when you're watching this. <laughs> like, I loved it. <laughs> yeah, me too. I was like, oh, this is how this is how it's meant to be consumed. You're supposed to watch a Godard movie in the theater, and you're supposed to watch Dragon Ball Z at 11 a.m. Dragon Ball. In your, uh, <laughs> your gym jams. Just going to see Dragon Ball Z at the Globe. <laughs> <laughs> I would love that. I would love that so yeah. much. Put it on my pearls like, ooh, love to experience culture. How, darling, tonight we're going out for Dragon's Ball. <laughs> But and also like paying for a seat at the Globe because you've got you've like, really got money. You're not standing with the groundlings oh. and the five pound tickets. You're, yeah. you're sitting <laughs> on the benches with the with the royalty. You're in the Super Saiyan section. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
<clears throat> you guys, I'm struggling. Okay. Uh, we open up, and all the people that have been wished back to Earth are in a scenic park. And uh, Bulma's trying to figure out how they got there. And she sees baby Gohan. And she begins to berate him for leaving her because she has boundary issues and can't read the room. And they're trying to figure out where they are. Uh, Piccolo's there. Dende heals him back to life. And the music swells. Everyone screams Goku. And they're like, oh! Goku! Gohan's like, oh, Dende, you're alive, Piccolo, you're alive. And Dende, with his dead eyes, says, I have a hard time believing it as well. Frankly, we're all shocked. Somebody Even says, I, Dende. Somebody says, where's Krillin? And there's like, oh, I guess he's dead, whatever. Yeah, yeah what the fuck? <laughs> Krillin, Krillin's already been wished back once, so he can't be wished back again. But don't they, like, break the rule for that or something soon? He's definitely in the Cell Saga. No, I know. They'll, they'll, f- they figure it out. Yeah, I think they're Is there some... like a shipping error? <laughs> <laughs> they get a free Krillin included where, with it. Where the, where the hell is Krillin? Yeah. <laughs> they're like, like tracking him and he like hasn't left Poland for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I'm even like, know I... why he's in Poland. Yeah. I heard this two months ago. I'm just thinking about how jarring it is that all those people were revived on their planet that was exploding and then magically transported to another planet. It's so incredibly fucked up because, first of all, they're all having very genuine reactions to being straight up dead and then brought up to life. And then they have to watch their whole planet explode, and then they're brought to a foreign planet. And we get to this later, but Grand Elder's brought back, and once again, he reminds everyone, like, I'm still gonna die again, because I died of natural causes, but, mm. uh, what's up? Like, Thanks for bringing me back to life for a favor. <laughs> <laughs> this is great for me, I'm 150 years old. Well, it's, I, I, I know that you guys find it boring with all the telephone conversations and of figuring out what you'd wish for, but I think that's an interesting part of Dragon Ball Z because that's, it's not a contest of strength. It's like, how can you figure it out? How can you position the chess pieces and then you win? And it all, it all revolves around the question of what would you wish for if you had any wishes? I, I don't know. I think it's cool. Sure, yeah. but we can all agree the way they do it is bad. Oh, yeah. yeah <laughs> Most like... of the time. <laughs> This episode, I actually thought that this episode had the correct amount of juxtaposition of the other characters where it shows up every now and then and they go, I hope Goku's doing okay. I'm thinking about him, and then that's it. And there's no yeah. like long like, ah, oh, did you have you seen my phone? I'm just saying, <laughs> where like, did I put my phone? <laughs> if it's a fantasy show, they could have easily just came up with some bullshit that made it so like Tien and Yamcha and all the dead people could also hear what King Kai was doing. You know, like they could just yeah, like, yeah, you know, there you can do anything you want. It's magic. Mm. <laughs> uh, la, la, la. so yeah, they're alive. Oh my god. Meanwhile. Back on planet Namek, two really buff boys are trading racial slurs on a planet that's exploding. They're so jacked. They're both just so, so jacked. I mean, it almost feels, it feels kind of weird. It's like watching two horses have a fight. It just feels wrong. (laughs) It's like, oh, God, stop. Like, it's it's like watching bits of meat get thrown at each other. It's just silly. Yeah, I know this is a reference that comes after, but I can't not think of the two giant SpongeBob's yes. just taking <laughs> swings at each other. Yeah. <laughs> Especially there's certain shots of Frieza where you're like, 
is he made of like play-doh or like, yeah he looks what, like what henry cavill you? and i'm just like oh no <laughs> Yeah, he doesn't have bones. Why does he have those? I, it yeah. makes me mad. I will say At one, one point, Goku breaks his leg in this, and it doesn't matter. Yeah. One thing that I do like is they, they're fighting in the ruins of a village. So I think at one point, Frieza kicks Goku through a house. And I like it when they do things like that, when it's not just like a mountain or just beams. Because it sort of gives a sense of the scale. They're like, oh, he's hitting him that hard that he goes through the house and just like demolishes some poor Namekian sofa. <laughs> I thought they should have had a scene inside the house where like Freezer's hitting him with a fridge and like 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 a kitchen knife or something or he's just, like I mean, flipping tables at him. I would love that because that's very much like '90s wrestling. But yeah, you it's know, like a Jackie Chan simply... fight through a ladder or something. Yeah, but that would mean they would have to draw another background in. God yeah, they would. We don't uh... do that now. <laughs> it's safer if we go back to vague crater. <laughs> they fight. They're fighting so much, you guys. There's a fist-on-fist moment, and then uh, Frieza makes a big pink ball beam, and he just passes it to his friend Goku, who then uh, throws it into the sun. Oh, it's so big. It's so big. He makes a really big one. Frieza's pissed. (laughs) Frieza's getting really pissed off. Yeah. He's he's... so powerful, he has a hooked nose now. Yeah, I did notice that. Why why (laughs) does Frieza randomly get... A problematic nose. (laughs) (laughs) See, I think we're all assuming that Frieza's doing tropes with the nose, but maybe it's more complicated than that, and he's like Egyptian or something. I don't know. Anything could be going on. He had no nose before. I know, and then it randomly... He went from none to huge one. It happened one other episode where he randomly had a nose. But yeah, there's I, some animator who has a thing about noses. <laughs> I don't know. I, uh, but he doesn't have anatomy like you or I, so it is possible that as he becomes stronger, he grows a larger and larger nose. Speaking of creepy DMs, I have had someone roll into it, se- sending me a poetic ode to my nose because I think they thought that that was like cute and quirky, and I'm like, this is not what uh, you think was it, it like is. A soft, it was like a soft boy, like... I'm not going to compliment your tits. Like, I don't want to yeah. jizz on your tits. I want to jizz on your heart. Like, Yeah. It was yeah. very much like, I'm not like other boys. I yeah. compliment your nose. Also, uh, pay attention to me. It's a real uh, Murakami style move. Mm-hmm. He always, yeah. He's always hard for ladies' ears. <laughs> and you have the nose guy. Yeah, well. Yeah. He loves you. <laughs> Why won't you let him in? Why won't you let me love you, woman? <laughs> I've I've had I a few messages. <laughs> even in the last few days, I've had a few messages from people who are like, "You're beautiful, but in such an unconventional way." And I'm like, "I know Bro! what you mean. I know what I know what you're alluding to. Thanks, thanks a lot." I get that a lot. No shit, really? <laughs> Why did you send this email? <laughs> unconventional eat my ass first of all no offense but you are conventionally attractive as in you are a beautiful woman like it's just what it is thank you and i love the juxtaposition of no offense you're conventionally attractive i mean like i don't want to be out of line here but you're a natural knockout i don't i don't know if that's too much oh my god i'm sorry the unconventional attraction comment always makes me insane because it's like especially because they always launch it at people who are like i have a short haircut or i i have 
dark eyebrows and it's just like it's just a beautiful woman like get out of oh sorry it just makes me i keep my beauty in my nose or she's a little bit curvy and i'm like yeah okay that's what a (gasps) shit makes me so angry okay sorry hey grand elder back on earth he's like hey everybody every moment is suffering that i'm alive but i just want to catch you up to what (laughs) happened and how we got here and uh, i have more social work to do the grand elder is brought me back from the grave the grand elder is first in line for the covid vaccine (laughs) he doesn't even want it bro he just doesn't want it he doesn't want it just let me die (laughs) i've caught new diseases from this planet (laughs) Uh, You know, Goku and Frieza continued their fisty, punchy, very fast-like. There's like a fist-on-fist explosion while everyone back on Earth is like, Goku, please come back. We love you, Goku. Goku. By the way, what is Goku's plan for coming back? I don't think he has one. (laughs) He alludes to it a bunch. He's like, you know, if we solve the fight now, I should have time to... Get on out of here. I think he was going to get the L train. He's going to get the L train, but it's collapse. (laughs) Yeah. He doesn't have a spaceship. He's He's just going to wing it. Yeah. He's like, I don't know. I know there's like six feet of lava out here, but I'm sure Uber's still driving, right? (laughs) Goku pisses me off this episode because he just hangs around to like try his zingers out on Frieza. Oh. Yeah, he does. He really does. I get... Oh, uh, yeah, I'm very... Okay, so... uh, (laughs) Okay, so we go to King Kai's planet, and he tells the boys uh, what's happening. He's like, uh, Goku's matching blow for blow with Frieza, and if the planet blows up, Goku will die, but Frieza will be fine. And they're all like, hey, you're God, so you can do something about that. And he's like, actually, Goku chose this path, and he must walk alone! Which I felt like... A very mm. country line. I, uh... What is Frieza's anatomy? <laughs> Why can he survive in space? He's a water bear. He's I... a big water bear. Yeah, I guess he doesn't I... breathe. Probably. It yeah. looks like he's always panting. <laughs> That's a good point. He looks like he has bones. Yeah, I don't know. The only thing we know about him is he has a tail that changes size. And he can grow a nose spontaneously. And he can grow a nose when he's angry. Maybe maybe he goes into like cryo sleep like yeah, those maybe. frogs that freeze themselves bermation they call it it's like mm. reptile hibernation where they let themselves get frozen in the dirt I would like that this show always does the thing where whenever somebody survives in space, they're just walking around, but in space. And I'm like, what is this bullshit? Think of a thing. Write your show. I hate you guys. Here, have my money. <laughs> um, so they go to it, more fighting. It's really nice that nobody ever like stoops so low as to comment on Frieza's appearance, too. I think that's really great. Yeah, that is nice, actually. They do call him short sometimes because they know that's the low blow that gets him. Mm. That's but what sticks out about him. No one's told short. him that short, <laughs> short cuties are where it's at. Uh, more the Ben fu- Shapiro of space. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. Let's say hypothetically you're on planet Namek and you're fighting a, a Saiyan monkey bastard. <laughs> and for the sake of argument, let's say that he turned Super Saiyan, all right? I mean, we all know that Super Saiyans don't exist and it's just a myth and a legend. But just hypothetically, let's say that he turned into a Super Saiyan. What would you do? <laughs> what would you do? 
I think we were left with no other no other way but to find the conclusion they have no right to live. <laughs> anyway, um, speaking of obnoxious short people, meanwhile back on Earth, Gohan just fully insults Bulma's religion. <laughs> in, a way, <laughs> in a very kind of 2012 atheist way. It's so good. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, on Earth, Bulma is doing what she calls a botany mancing thing, which is a throwback to Dragon Ball. Uh, and she makes a little circle with leaves, and she's like, oh, you know, they say if you all three leaves burn, then your your friend's coming home. And Dende makes a little flame, and it's a very cute thing, and all the Namek's. And some wind blows the leaves away, and, and it's Gohan. And he's like, that's bullshit. Dad's coming home. Uh, logic much? Gohan's like wearing a fedora, but like, this is bullshit. That's not an argument, Bulma. <laughs> the burden of proof is on you. Oh, my God. 2000s <gasps> uh, fucking uh, atheists are so funny because they were so desperate to pick a fight that they would bump into someone like me who just like I'm like yeah okay and they're like but we have to uh, debate this and I'm like I don't what I'm not religious I don't care right. like <laughs> yeah. searching for a bone and now so they're, they they're all either fascists or trans girls <laughs> that's what it happens or they the two genders sa- yeah or they become <laughs> satanist which is just another religion so I'm like yeah. okay babe like <laughs> Whatever makes you happy. I haven't heard from them in a while. That's pretty exciting. What? Satanists. Yeah, well, you know, the pandemic cut down on all their little cute things that they do. Yeah, they can't make their bruise. No, I like, you know, the cute Satanists out here, they're always, like, doing anti-Christian law stuff where, like, you know, there's that one state where they put a statue of the Bible in front of the state house. So they just like built a Baphomet statue too, because they found in the books that all religions had to be mm-hmm. represented or the pandemic was... has gotten in their way of being publicly petty. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or like the Mormons were doing this thing where they were baptizing people as Mormons post death. So they went to Mormon grave sites and were just doing like gay stuff on their graves and stuff. Just like <laughs> so we dug up their graves and had sex with them. No, they were just like you know like kissing for our on dark top. lord. Yeah, <laughs> Satan. You know they're always they're just uh, they're 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 real cute. They're always up to shit. Or yeah, I think there was one where there was a school handing out pamphlets for like a Bible club. So they they rolled up with their little like Baphomet for chil- children type shit. You know, pe- yes, the the pandemic is getting re- in the way of being petty on Maine, it's which honestly, it's affected me too. I can't mm. slight people at bars anymore. So I uh. only slight my wife. That's why she's she doing. She doesn't appreciate that's it. That's why she's making you open your own can of beans, bro. <laughs> yeah, she won't help me with. It. She's being a real bean dad. <laughs> we all weaponize, weaponize our feelings this way. Meanwhile, speaking of petty, back on Planet Namek, they fight some more. The two buff boys hug each other, but Goku doesn't like the hug, and so he elbows Frieza a lot, who's mad. And right. now Into they, space. And then they talk shit a bunch, like, oh, are you satisfied? Is that the best you can do? They fight more. 
Frieza calls Goku a dirty simian bastard, which I thought was very funny. <laughs> yeah, that was very just, funny. Just, just a lot of racism from Frieza. Frieza spits yeah. up blood at one point. I mean, the fighting is really, it's like, it's got a lot of weight behind it. It's not like they're in the air, kickies, punchies, DBZ, DB super stuff. It's, it's really like watching two fridges smash into each other. Yeah, they're I like... I love it. He's, Frieza spits up a lot of blood. There's battle damage. It's like actually fun to it's watch. It's like some real Captain Ahab shit. He's really just like throwing everything at it. Yeah. Knock, knock, Frieza. <laughs> Suck my dick. <laughs> Goku is like being a little bit of a, a edgelord in this. He is. He taunts Frieza. He, he actually taunts him. He's like, is that the best you've got? And it's like, Goku... I don't, don't like the I don't like the way this transformation has like affected you internally. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's really having some like roid rage issues. <laughs> People are like, sir, we need to remain civil. Yeah, <laughs> there is something realistic about how mad he gets, where like his de- his decision making isn't logical anymore. Like mm. he did. So we get to the end of this fight where he's slammed Frieza around enough. And he's like, enough, Frieza. I've already kicked your ass, which means you should never see me again because I already beat you, and I don't want to ever have you around or for you to keep living, which is why I'm going to leave you here alive on this planet. It's like, just kill him, dog. You're fighting yeah. to the death. Yeah. Uh, what is happening? Uh, that also follows a very funny sequence where Frieza keeps disappearing, and then Goku keeps appearing right behind him. But yeah, not doing Goku <laughs> decides to just take the piss for 20 seconds. Yeah, he's just... Uh, He's doing that thing where you play hide and go seek with like a little kid and you're just like, boo, bitch, <laughs> like at every corner. Uh, yeah, this is when after a bunch of fighting and talking shit and blood punches, this is where Goku gives that speech where he's like, I kicked your ass and hurt your feelings. So I feel good about leaving it here. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go. And then Frieza's like, no, uh, I'm going to throw a, a a saw at you <laughs> yeah i think i think the implication is that like freezer's done like he's run out of energy he's like pissed off he's panting and goku's like look i could just kick your ass now like you're done but i'm just gonna let you go like fuck off don't don't ever come to to my neighborhood again especially don't come and blow it up from space without telling me which you could do very easily which we've seen he could before. absolutely t- he can breathe in space he could have just taken <laughs> the l he should have just taken the l and come back later on and kicked goku's ass from space but no, he doesn't. He decides to throw a sharp circle at him. And even even then, Goku's like, is that it? Like, this is an amateur move. Like, fuck you. This might <gasps> just be, like, my selective memory. But does anybody else remember this taking this long, the Destructo Disc Frieza segment? I thought it was, like, five seconds long. I thought it was a lot longer than this in the original. <laughs> it's so long. It's, like, ten minutes of a disc chasing Goku around. Yeah, I... <sighs> Kai's um, perspective has really like confused me and my memories, so I don't even know. Like, I do remember it taking only two seconds, but I remember certain things in this whole thing happening way longer. So I don't know. It is funny how proud Frieza is of inventing the Destructo disc. Yeah. 
He's so sure it's going to work. He's like, wherever you go, monkey, it will follow you. And yeah, it's sharp. It seems really gimmicky for Frieza. And like to pull that mm. out at the end, like, I'm like, I don't know, dog. <laughs> like, and Goku even Goku says that. He's too. like, come on, dude. Like, what? what is this? <laughs> and and Goku like flies out Frieza and swerves out of the way. And then Frieza's like, ah, I'm definitely not going to be hit by my own attack. Like, I'm not falling <laughs> for that ruse. And then there's a really funny moment where Goku stops fighting seriously and just slaps the shit out of Frieza. He just he like just slaps, slaps him in the face. Him. And like, <laughs> like hundred times. Frieza's doing like a Looney Tunes like la la la. Like it's it's really funny. Uh, At one point he elbows him in the head and there's a dent in his skull. Yeah, I was yeah. about to say. So there's a sequence where like after this where yeah the the disc chasing Goku around and the planet's finally blowing up and you know King Kai's like okay go for real and you know he basically calls Frieza an open micer which really pisses him off and uh, you know You don't have what it takes for late night Frieza. You don't have the chops. Right. And don't so, have uh, what it takes for late night, is it, monkey? <laughs> <laughs> How about I unleash some slurs? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, you know, so he bitch slaps him, and then he elbows him in the head, and it, it just it leaves a, a delicate little dent in his little purple Frieza head. Blood is shoots out his eyes, and apparently it's, like, not a big deal because yeah. he just keeps going at <laughs> His soft lizard head. <laughs> And then that's when uh, Goku uh, does a beam at him to distract him. And then he turns around and Goku punches him in the face. And the dust clears and the disc just snickety snick chops Frieza all into some nice slices of ham. Like right through all of the parts. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Like through the middle and the arms. And, and the, the tail. <laughs> Even the tail. Mm. Can't Very funny reaction from Goku as this happens, where he's murdering Frieza with his bare hands. Frieza walks into his own beam, and Goku goes, Oh, Frieza, oh, shit! <laughs> yeah, he does. He warns him. He's oh, like, no, 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 don't get up. It's about, like, stay down. And Frieza's like, what? <laughs> he has the reaction to, like, when you see a dog get hit by a car. Yeah, Goku's like, ooh. <laughs> oh, no, ah. not Frieza, my worst enemy. Oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, King Kai lets everyone know, like, hey, guys, uh, Frieza's been sliced in half. It's pretty sick. And then the announcer comes on and he goes, oh, shit. Oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's that abrupt. It's that abrupt. The announcer's like, oh, 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 fuck. And then it just cuts the credits. I'm sorry, I was chucking. Does anyone have a phone to call the police? Somebody call the police. <laughs> I don't know, it kind of felt like, next time, I'm sorry I was late, I was taking a shit. I didn't know the episode was over. But it's that really is it. graphic as well. It's suddenly, it's suddenly very graphic to just watch this person be cut in half. Yeah, well, he's surely dead now. I can't imagine him doing another attack after this. <laughs> that would be beyond the pale. Well, we'll find how out. How do you guys feel about rating this episode? Mm. I could rate it if we review it as well. Okay. Okay, I'm going to do my review. Do it. It is with a heavy heart that I must give this episode of Dragon Ball Z Kai episode 52 a full seven, seven Dragon seven. Ball review. Yeah. Uh, It kicks ass how fucking thick Goku and Frieza are in this. Just 
perfectly round orbs smashing into each other for 20 minutes. You got to see it to believe it. Um, great zingers from Goku. I think he's ready for the big time. That That's it for me. Uh, Abby. I, I don't think I can quite give it a perfect score. There's a couple of dodgy re-edits and, and Freezer's nose and so on. Um, I did enjoy the just two large sides of meat just smashing into each other. I enjoyed Richard Dawkins' Goku. <laughs> uh, Gohan, rather. Um, I, I, I really got this. This was very much like watching someone play with action figures and just smash them into each other. And I enjoyed that a lot. But I think, I can, I think I'll give it a six out of seven. Well... I've been watching this every week, and unfortunately, I too must simply give this a 7 out of 7 review. The great chorus parts did not annoy me, which is usually where the points get left off. But like Alex said, they had just the right amount. There was a lot of fighting, and there was blood and punching. And Dende's back, baby. So I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Maybe it was just... Watching it in the snowy sun and, uh, and and here in Queens, but there were certainly more than two beams. Yes. <laughs> well, here we go. <laughs> I've All right, Katie, you have to summon the dragon. I have collected these dragon balls. Arise, Shenrise. <laughs> I'm an extravascular dragon. I look the same, but you can see all my veins. What's going on? Oh, damn. You're pumped as shit. Wow. You've been lifting. We've been having just the most wonderful time here, Shenron, discussing Dragon Ball. And we have two little wishes that I will give to our guest, Abby Thorne, because it is tradition on Sid Ball now. You can see red lightning bolts in my eyes. What's the wish? Uh, Shenron, my my first wish, I wish that Alex's wife would let him eat beans. I think we all wish that. They're a great source of protein. (laughs) And, uh, for my second wish, I wish that Dave underscore Assman underscore 69 would stop messaging me about how unconventionally beautiful he thinks I am. Yeah, sure, I'm a mod. (laughs) Wow. Very practical, Shenron, and that's what I love about you, baby. Thank you, Shenron. I'm so mad all the time. She- I-, I will caution you, Shenron, that you know may- maybe you might want to think about buying a skirt and seeing how you feel, because it does happen to a lot of us, Shenron, that we go to the gym and get very buff and then realize that that's a form of denial. <laughs> so- yeah, maybe I'll get there someday. Yeah, good good luck, babe. <laughs> I'm afraid of putting the work in. Well, we'll all be here. We'll love you and support you, Shenron. Yeah, we'll- we're here. Thanks so much, everybody. All right, that's it for me. Shit! Wow, Alex. <laughs> you really miss Shenron. He's going through a harsh bout of body dysmorphia this morning. Hey, it happens. I still see his tail leaving. He's so wide. <laughs> it's it's um, going gonna, gonna to take him a long time to lose that muscle. I've got to tell you. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Oh, um, uh, Alex, did we read this AMV question already? Time for an email. Let's go. It's time for Dragon Ball. Give me some of that Dragon Ball. It's time for Dragon Ball, weebs. 
this email is titled Baller Mail and it comes from Michael Dees. Ha ha ha. Dees nuts. All right. Uh, Michael Dees. Uh Hello, ballers. Do you remember when anime music videos were everywhere? That was funny. Oh, yes. If you were to make one, what anime scenes and what song would you choose? Thanks for your time, Michael Dees. This is a perfect email, Michael. Mm, I mu- mm. I simply must commend you. Yeah, this so is a very good flawless one. Flawless construction. So what AMV are we making? I actually, uh, I, I remember when I was about 14 watching an AMV of Vegeta set to Godsmack's I Stand Alone. And uh, oh, I actually yeah. still have that song in my iTunes library because I downloaded <laughs> it after I watched that and I still have it. Um, oh yeah, that's so, so appropriate because in many ways Vegeta stands alone. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah perfectly yeah. executed. Yeah, I feel like um, AMVs really thrive in the new metal genre. I mm, feel like mm. that's like an important element. Alex, how do you feel about this? It's really the only way to have one. Nobody wants to see like a "What's Up, Pussycat" combined <laughs> with Full Metal Alchemist. Yeah, sure sort of, or, or jazz Dragon Ball Z. It's kind of weird. Yeah, I feel like I would do you two's with or without you to like like Rama and a half or some like horny like oh. high school anime like that I feel like that's cause thoughtful because I, I feel like that's the other one it's either like new metal or it's like really saccharine like tween age emotions of like some sort of ship you know I will say mm-hmm. I will say that the the all-time greatest AMV uh listeners at home you can google it is called undimmed by anime tears and <laughs> Alex knows, I, and Katie knows. Uh, it's an anime. Because I it's know. an anime tribute to 9/11, yep. featuring anime characters, including Goku, reacting to 9/11, interspersed with real footage. Um, I can't remember what the song is that they use actually, but the the absolute best part of it is that it was uploaded on 9/11 2002. So even one year later. The creator was like, we need to know how anime characters would have reacted on this day. Does it have that shot where uh, Trunks is crying in the rain and goes Super Saiyan? I can't remember. It might. You're going to have to go look it up. In the city wreckage? That I... seems very... Ooh, yeah. Like a real layup to me. Yeah, it I would. don't know. I mean, I'm scrubbing through it now, and I just got pictures of 9-11. They've got Bulma's crying, <laughs> Piccolo's going like... oh. Uh, oh, no. Sailor Moon not, is in not it. The World Trade Center. Sailor Mercury's crying. Uh, <laughs> Go- Goku's using the Kaioken. He's so angry. More from Sailor Moon crying. Oh, and then this bit. My first girlfriend Amy gave me this Sailor Moon song right after 9/11. I haven't forgotten that song or that dreadful day. Oh, <laughs> oh no. Oh my word. You know? and, then, and then, then it's got Piccolo crying in a crater at the end. 9-11 was truly the day the Saiyans landed. <laughs> well, uh, thank you, Michael. That was a really good question. Uh, mm. If you guys want to send us an email, please email us at ballingoutsuper at gmail.com because we're business professionals. That's well, right. Well, it's that time again. Plug-a-plug-a-choo-choo. Abby. 
Where can the people find you? Uh, I create a show called Philosophy Tube, uh, which it would be good if you came and watched it. My latest video uh, is called Identity, and it has done pretty well. So if you haven't seen it yet, you might like to check it out. Um, failing that, you can find me running through the heads rent-free of every British woman <laughs> over about 55 with a Guardian column. Ooh. Pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, take that. Yeah, what? if oh, everyone oh, listens oh. to this show, checks out uh, Abby's page, that's going to give her the big bump she needs <laughs> to get to the next level on YouTube. So definitely go support her. Abby, what's the UK version of a Karen? I guess it's just a Karen. We just have... Well, I'm maybe like Dame Karen, I guess. <laughs> or like Lady, Lady yeah. Karen. It's it's like Karen, but she has political power. Right. Her family goes back. And it's like unelected, yeah. It's like an unelected baroness. Yeah, that's that's our equivalent of a Karen. Okay. It's when uh, the Karen is the manager. That's the most powerful kind. Oh, my God. I think we're really tapping into something here. I mean, Alex I can probably Pacific. tell you what the UK equivalent of the Karen is, but she's also quite litigious, so I probably shouldn't mention her name. <laughs> Slander laws are different over there. Yeah. Oh, man. Alex. Well, Katie. Thanks for asking, Katie. Yeah. You can find me on the Ballin' Out Super podcast and their Patreon episodes, which, again, are just $5 a month at patreon.com slash pod. Yes. And also, I've been producing a bunch of Pod Damn Americas this month and reading books and stuff for that. Whoa. So if you don't listen to that, why did I read a book? <laughs> you answer me that. Why did I read so many books to do a podcast? No one no one has to do that. So listen to Pod Damn America. And I'm on Twitter at PTAC Jokes, P-T-A-K Jokes. I'll put all my things on there. Thank you so much. And you can find me on Twitter at Katie Rose, on Instagram at Oh Hello Katie Rose. This week on Last Words on the Pit, we're having Chase Morin from Gate Creeper on. Their new album just dropped surprisingly uh, two weeks ago, and he's a really cool guy. I'm not sure what we're talking about yet, so hopefully I can think about that in the next 10 minutes before I get on the phone to pitch it. And uh, that's it for this week. That's it. But uh, you almost got it. I forget what he says. Uh, join us next week. Is that? <laughs> join us next week. Join super. us next week. Super. super! super!